Oh, that, wait, he got fired. What? what? He got fired. I'm it's... looking at it, and it says this year they got a different coach. They said he was the coach last year. Oh, man, okay. oh man. the fuck? Black excellent. Come on. Yeah, man. I'm glad to take him off my black black excellent profile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> I'm have to do some research. Shout out to Coach Smith, though, man. Maybe they demoted him down to Thornton. <laughs> That's nasty. <laughs> you gotta work your way up to the wood. <laughs> Pause. Uh, but man, how y'all doing, Doc? Decent. Be decent. I'm good. Niggas <sighs> pop out this week. Yeah, I didn't really do shit, man. I, uh, Saturday was hella gloomy. The weather was terrible that day. For real? It's yeah, still warm out there. Uh, last week was. This week, nah. Yeah, I heard it was like hella warm. Yeah, it's like it's probably gonna, it's, at the best it's gonna be like sixty something. No. Which I mean, it's not terrible. But. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I I thought it was gonna hit the thirties. Uh, the, oh, that's not Sunday. Yeah. yeah, when the sun go down, it, it, it hit different though. <sighs> yeah. And it's it, it's oh, we can talk about how dark it's how fast it's getting darker later, but boy, I, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Nigga, oh my god, I can't stand this shit. That daylight savings, man. Man, that was early as hell on Sunday. I was like, what the fuck? I like that shit, man. Real sleepers getting our hour back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but you but you lose it real quickly though. What do you mean? Like you get, the, but I feel like when you get like for the first week of daylight saving, like it's like all right, I got more sleep, but then eventually it just it feels regular, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean you yeah. you should adjust eventually. Yeah. Ain't nothing like being in the club on daylight savings and realizing you don't got it no more and you can't do that extra hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely in the club and they were like, Oh, we got an extra hour and I was like, No, I don't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> I was ready to go. Yeah. I was like, real. nah, I gotta go to the crib, bro. Uh, yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast. It's your boy Moose Mancino, man. And um, all I have to say is I love New Orleans, man. I like that was my first time as an adult in New Orleans, and hey, it might be a top two city, maybe top one, bro. Man, you Shout out crazy to at the Man. Hey, New Orleans got it, bro. At first, I I was kind of worried about the I don't want to say quality, but the um uh, how, how how should I say this? Um, be careful. The looks of the women in New Orleans. Mm, damn. <laughs> why, why, why would you Why would you be concerned with it? Because I never seen like if you think about all fine women, where do they come from? Like Atlanta, uh, L.A. Houston, Chicago, Chicago. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I just don't want no beef. <laughs> don't whisper that. I just don't want no beef. <laughs> is, is New Orleans a trans? Nah, LA is like a transplant city. It's low key, so is Atlanta. So it's not really. They might got some homegrown talent, but Dallas. You get some sprinkling in from other other spots. I feel like New Orleans is, is mostly homegrown, though. Yeah, bro. Probably. Hey, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. They they got top top three. And, oh, <laughs> bro, I ain't never seen no shit like that before, bro. It's top like three, top three, yeah, bro. Top. It might be better than Houston, dog. Uh, oh, how drunk were you? 
I wasn't drunk, bro. I was I was pretty sober. Okay. Ah, when, we we schedule we schedule a let's schedule a trip to New Orleans and let's take a trip to Treehouse. And I guarantee you, you will agree with me. Guarantee. Agree, agree that they were. If you don't agree, I will pay for your drinks all night. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> no, these <Yeah>. old trash. <laughs> are you? Do you feel like you were infatuated with the accent? Uh yeah, I, I do love the accent. The the lady had it. Um, we went out to breakfast, and our waitress had it, and she kept calling me baby. Uh, and that you getting moist. Yeah, that was cold. But um, and they just told friendly like everything in New Orleans is. If it's not the best, it's top three, or maybe top five. Like the food, the venues, the the yeah. uh, athletic stadiums, how much they love their teams and shit like that. Everything is at least top five, bro. That's why I say I fuck with New Orleans. And you can go to... We went to the Saints game. If you have a drink in your hand, you can just walk out the stadium and keep drinking. That's, that is one of the benefits. I will mm-hmm. say for sure their food is top three. The food, Bro, the food was Easy. crazy. Easily. Top three city-wise? Yes. Yeah. What What would be the other two? Chicago. I, to me, Chicago got the best variety and quality of food. Mm-hmm. Um... Who else got some great food? I think Houston got pretty good food. I mean, it's the variety is not super crazy, but I think Houston is, is up there. Uh, New Orleans, Houston, Chicago. Who are we missing? Damn, that's tough, actually. You know what? I, we might need to make this happen. I'm with that. I'm with. I'm with. I'm with exploring New Orleans. No, let's do it, bro. I, I promise you, we're gonna have to. Bro, the drinking part, I think that I think I enjoyed that the most because like they just let you walk out the clubs and keep drinking, bro. Man. And it, it gets it's like that. Um what I like about New Orleans is it's like Vegas, but just more for the real niggas. Yeah. If that makes sense. It's like it's just easier to move around and it, it it's more like our vibe mm-hmm. compared to what Vegas is. No, and you mean totally it's, it's more for the regular niggas. Yeah. Vegas, you gotta Vegas is Vegas is like a what is it, like a dirty Miami in the sense that in the sense that when you're there you're gonna have to if you if you really want to like live it up you're gonna have to spend some bread yeah. like even even if you're trying to go to a club in Vegas you might have to put something on at the door New Orleans I, it might was it like that no like legit Doug, I'm telling you right, and I'm I'm not. I will guarantee you, you have fun in New Orleans. I don't care who you are, what you like to do. It's something out there for you, bro. Like they have hip hop clubs, like any type of club you want to go to. If you like live music, they got live music. Go in there, get a drink, and everything is so clustered together that you could just walk and do whatever, bro. Get a drink in one place and just hang out for a little minute. Keep the drink in your hand. Keep walking to the next spot. And it, it's, bro, it's it's crazy, bro. So <laughs> It reminds me of uh, Green Street on steroids. Yeah. Uh, Bourbon Street. That's that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. And then Are the quality. Uh, you was tossing beads? No, no, no. It wasn't popping like that when, uh, when we went out there. It was just a, like a regular... Night, um, like you said, like uh, Donald said, it's like Green Street. Everybody out and just finding stuff to do. Like people playing music on the street. Uh, the one club we went to, I'm in love with the DJ. So if we ever go back, I, I, I gotta go back to that spot, bro. Damn, yeah, man. 
She was she was fun, bro. She was fire, bro. Well, you was out there with that lust in your heart. Yeah, bro. man. Yeah, man. But uh, let's get into it, man. We got my nigga C's in the building, man. Hey, yo, baddie, what it do? Hey, mm. yo, Maddie, what it do? Mm. Can we start calling uh, ourselves Maddies? Yeah, Is man. I've been trying to promote that, bro. Uh, I've been down uh, with the Maddie movement. I might, I'm, I might be with that. Yeah, Maddie with an M, Mel Baddie. Yeah. When the fuck this start? <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all talking about? <laughs> bro, we can't call ourselves baddies, bro. So I, I think we need to fuck with the Maddie movement, bro. I mean, you can't call yourself a baddie, but I, I kind of fuck with Maddie, too. Bro, if a woman ever catch you calling yourself a Maddie, I mean a baddie. <laughs> nah, I, think you, I think you can only say it to a woman. Mm. Like, you can be like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a baddie. If you, they might be like, uh... No, if you're nah. not, if you not, you're opening up the door to be humble. But what, what? What do women call like good-looking men to each other? Wait, what do you mean to each other? Like you know how we say like she. What do we say? I guess do we even say baddie like that? Well, I think we do say it still. Like what would they? What the, would the equivalent be? Oh, uh, probably be like you fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, Are he a hoe? Yeah, <laughs> just, just skip to that level. <laughs> you know he I, I just thought about it. I don't know if I could honestly tell a woman she's a baddie to her face. No, no, no. <laughs> Something no, no. about that no. like, makes me feel wild. You like, a baddie? baddie. <laughs> yeah, that, that that honestly feels like you you leaning up. And it, when you say that, it seems like you have to be leaning on the bar. <laughs> And like, yeah, you a baddie for real though. Nah, we at the age where we gotta say some old head shit like, girl, you bad news. <laughs> some shit like okay. that. <laughs> when I loafers on or some shit, bro. Bad news. <laughs> you ain't nothing but trouble. <laughs> oh my god. You ain't nothing but trouble. Nah, you can, honestly, you can't say you nothing but trouble. If you say that, she gonna think you got a girl. Hey, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, there are certain phrases that just give off you trying to sneak with your moves. I low feel like uh, you you ain't nothing but trouble is is one of those. It's a red flag. No, low key for real. But we got my nigga uh, Don in the building. Yes, sir. All right, that's how we start. It's, it's been a minute, man. It's get been it. a week. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get into it, bro. I feel yeah, you. We, <laughs> we're dead. Late for the uh, for the listeners, you know, you you know they was you know they was waiting for this. A lot of happiness. No, nah, yeah, you right, you right, man. man. Well, I apologize, man. You know, we had to delay it a little bit, but we here, man. We had to drop something on you. Nah, I go. Uh man, how everybody doing, man? Everybody straight? Yeah, man, we good. I think should we? I mean, only one really big thing took a lot of uh, the media this week, so we might as well just. Only one? It's like hella shit. <laughs> one, I, feel like, I, mean, I feel like it was all centered around the album uh, about her loss for the most part. Oh, no. We got no? a whole bunch uh, of shit. Oh, got Takeoff yeah. and Kyrie. Oh, well, yes, 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 yes. Of course. Yeah, so, uh, yes, we, I mean, where are you going to start? Uh, shit, let's start with Takeoff. Of course, almost, I don't know how I forgot about that. Yeah, man. Um, uh, fortunately for everybody that doesn't know, um, Take off from the group Migos was shot and killed in Houston um, about a week ago. I want to say it was on Monday night. I want to say, I, I please don't quote me. Um, but yeah, it's either Monday or Tuesday night. Um, it was during a dice game. They had a private dice game at 
uh, the bowling alley in downtown Houston. Um, I I don't know how to attack this. Um, I, I guess let's get first reactions, man. Um, when y'all first heard the news, like what crossed y'all mind? How did y'all feel? Um, I first saw it on my phone, and it was kind of one of those things where I, I just figured it might be a rumor. So, of course, I mean, try to turn into an internet detective and start scrolling and seeing if there's anything that's refuting these claims. But uh, when I didn't see any, it was it was definitely disappointing. Um, I mean, of course, we don't know this person personally, but it just seemed like of the Migos, he was probably the one who just kind of stayed out the way. Mm-hmm. So you didn't really know too much about it. Just everybody's reaction appeared to be this isn't this doesn't feel fitting for who this person is. Yeah. And I think that that says a lot about everybody kind of having that that kind of same sentiment, especially people who were, you know, knew him or in the industry and things of that nature. Everybody was pretty much sharing that same. So it was that was disappointing for sure. Mm-hmm. How about you, then? Yeah, uh, same thing. When I first saw it, it was, I think it was confirmed uh, when I first saw it. And I was just like, this, this doesn't even seem real. Because he's one of those people that is like, they kind of feel like they're untouchable. Like, you, you can't even imagine something like this happening to him. Mm. Um, and it was, man, that was, that that was a hard day to get through. I'm not going to lie. Because after the shock, it was just like, damn. Takeoff played a incredible part like in our lives and just our us growing up from yeah. just being, you know, young and in college to where we are now. Um, yeah, and I, was, I just started thinking about that. And I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, all the people that mess with Takeoff and were huge fans, and and what they meant to my life. So it was it was a lot. It was a lot of emotions going on that day. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, um, I, I I definitely agree. Um, I don't know why this sparked like a a feeling in me just thinking about people who just passed too soon. Um, because of things like what he said, how Takeoff pretty much just stayed out the way. Um, and it just felt like he wasn't supposed to go at this time. Um, it, 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 when you live like that, from our understanding of how takeoff was living, he, it just seems like he was always the nice guy, the cool, calm and out the way guy. And it doesn't feel like you should be taken from your family, your friends, your fans early if you play a life like that. But it's, it just shows you sometimes life is unfair. Um, and yeah, just thinking back to growing up and being young and like getting on Amigos and the music and him and Quavo, like starting it off when Offset was locked up. And, uh, it's just, it's just a sad situation, man. Um, and then you just think of like different elements about it, how like him Offset and Quavo were kind of dealing with some things at the time and now he's gone. So it's no, it's no fixing that. Like the Migos, as we know it, is done. And I think that's the that's a hard part to really grasp. Yeah, I think I think kind of to that point before. I mean, even when they had their, we thought that they were broken up. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
even that was disappointing. But I think we all kind of had the hopes that, you know, they'll still be able to reconcile somewhere down the line and hopefully give us some new music. Um, but I mean, now this is just kind of that thing where it's not going to happen. I think it, what, what makes it a little worse is, you know, from the outside looking in, there were just so many layers there that we kind of aren't aware of. Like, we don't know what kind of terms that, you know, they were on as a unit. We, mm-hmm. we know that they kind of split, but we don't know. So I think a lot of people were concerned for um, take off or uh, offset kind of how he might be feeling. Cause you know, being at odds with somebody you were so close with for so, for so long, your family and kind of not maybe things ending on bad terms can definitely, you know, have a lot of guilt. I know people were initially trying to blame Quavo for what went on and mm. even, you know, outside of it not being his fault, still being there, you're somebody you, you know, you're what he's his uncle. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Like somebody who basically your brother, same age, same around the same age growing up together, you know, who pushed you to, to become this person, even being there to witness that or be a part of it has to be, you know, extremely traumatizing to, to even go through. So it's, it's a lot of factors here that just makes it, um, saddening and disappointing. I think it, it happens way too often. Um, kind of in in our in the in the hip hop community, I guess you can say. Yeah, it was just it was one of those things that it didn't make sense, really. Yeah, and um, just I mean, I know sometimes we look at these things as just music and hip hop, but I think that sometimes we have to examine how much just black people, hip hop fans, or whatever, however you want to look at it how we how how much loss we're dealing with because although sometimes you don't know these people a big part of your life is connected to like their music to like their music is connected to your memories and when you lose those people sometimes it feels like you're losing a part of yourself or you're losing a part of those memories um well you you losing people connected to those memories and that kind of hurts and then I think that's that's like the hardest part. And well, I, I definitely want to prioritize sending, you know, our condolences to our family because, I mean, we're from the we're looking from the outside in. But like people like Quavo, who was there and witnessed that um, offset and, you know, take off immediate family and friends. Definitely want to send our condolences. But, um, man, it's that was that sucked, bro. Like. You 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 would like to think if you stay out the way and really don't involve yourself and they tell you like don't get involved with all that, you you'll be safe, but just sometimes it's it's just not enough and you just never know when your time is to clock out. Bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any any final thoughts before oh uh one thing I want to touch is like and it's crazy. Um I was looking at like video and I've like, been reading some other stories, but Shakur Stevenson was there too, right next to Takeoff. So mm-hmm. it could have been it could have been very much more sad. Um and I mean I don't mean like much more sad because of you know, but I just mean more people could have been like more lives could have been it, lost. It could have been greater loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Man, I I don't know what to say. You can say put the guns down all you want, but it just it just feels like it's not it's not falling on people's ears or it's falling. On yeah, ears. 
And uh, it's, it's, I know this type of these type of things are hard because names start getting thrown around and mm. people start, you know, trying to be internet detectives and piece together and putting out the false information. You know, you hear things about, you know, only certain people in the room had guns and everybody was supposed to be a safe thing and it was a, it was monetized, protected or whatever. It, it's I just feel like it's easier to not give in to all that and just kind of hope that the truth and the facts will come out. Because mm-hmm. um, when you start throwing out conspiracies and things of that nature, it only, at least in my opinion, it makes it worse before it makes it better. Yeah. Um, I know he has a um, a funeral on Friday at, uh, what is the Atlanta Hawks stadium called? The State Farm Arena? State Farm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I know Justin Bieber is supposed to perform. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I guess they were like super cool, and you know, Quavo is super cool with Justin Bieber. So, um, but what is he gonna perform? I don't know, mm-hmm. bro. <laughs> like, it beats me. We'll see on Friday, though. Um, yeah. So, um, in lighter news, and <laughs> kind of connected to this, um, they had a. I don't know if y'all seen this, but they had a GTA funeral for takeoff. I saw that. Oh no! Uh, what's oh, name? And they shot up the uh, funeral. Oh my god! Oh, GTA. God, uh, what the fuck, man. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. They had an after party and all that. Yeah, they was all in all white and shit. I was like, niggas is crazy, bro. Yeah. When, <laughs> when I saw they the after party, it was like dressed to impress. Come in your fly. I was like, no, this is a game. Like, see what you mean? God, man, I don't want to serious it out, but that it just goes to just how used to this we have become. What you mean? Like, to me, it just, it, it, like, they ain't playing a game with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, man. I feel like we're seeing stuff so often. I'm not, you know, saying weird, but I feel like as a people, we're starting to see this become so much common that we don't even really care anymore. Yeah. It's like a it's it's a regular day. It's this is it's a, it's a regular Tuesday for us, and it's so messed up that you know, like you can't even show some immediate compassion. You automatically go to I. Let's joke about this shit. Let's do some funny shit with it. I don't know. Yeah, That's well, crazy, man. to shoot them some bell, I think it was a serious funeral. Yeah, on yeah, I, I would say I, I don't think that was a joke part. Yeah, <laughs> doing a. Shooting up, a, yeah, shooting it up. Was, shooting up was a GT definitely sounds crazy. Yeah, all of this sounds crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I get, it. you know what? I can't, I can't judge how people mourn. If they were serious with it, I, I respect y'all, man. Set, set it up in GTA. I'm mad at it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't even imagine hitting the homies up like yo. <laughs> Deck your character up in all white, man. We we have no GTA funeral, but it is what it is. RP takeoff, man. Yeah, man. Uh, kind of connected to that though. Before we move on, um, I don't know if y'all saw uh, what's Buddy from Atlanta, um, the nigga that played a weird dude, Lakeith Stanfield. Um, he made a post about it after takeoff died and pretty much denounced gangster rap. Pretty much saying, if you're for gangster rap, you cannot be for black people. And as all this goes on, as we see more and more rappers dying, we see more and more people in the streets dying. Do you agree with what Lakeith Stanfield is saying? 
Uh, I'm going to be honest. He's not, to me, he's not wrong. It's just, I don't know. It's a hard, uh, you know, it's it's hypocrisy a little bit mm. that we, you know, that we do entertain and, and we enjoy this music and we do love it and we do, you know, promote it. But it there are some... I'm not going to say music's the blame for all the violence that's happening, Mm. but I believe that it does contribute some to it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a hypocrisy that I, you know, I just face it. It's just one of those things. I'm going to like that music. Certain music just makes me feel a certain way, but I do wish all this stuff wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, Is it, is it? (sighs) Go ahead. Like, is it hypocrisy, though? I mean, is should artists be able to... I mean, I guess the things that gangster music is what you're saying, it, the things that they're rapping about isn't positive. And to enjoy that, I guess, isn't the right thing to do, but I don't know. I just... I don't feel like you have to go do it. And I, I don't, I can't say they're related. So I don't, I don't know if we want to even get into the cycle of having those two things being connected and being related there. Yeah. It's a hard thing to make a correlation with because <clears throat> I listen to gangster rap all the time <clears throat> and I'll never go out and shoot somebody. I can tell you right now, you'll never hear a story about me shooting somebody or having a gun and nothing like that. I just don't, I just don't believe in it. I, it's, it's not me, but it's people in the hood that's more susceptible to that, to hearing that. And they're in conditions where they have to really make those choices. Are those, are they in, do they have to make those choices because of circumstances? Just their, their general surroundings? Like if your opportunities are, if that's what you're, I guess, surrounded by in a sense, and that's kind of what you feel you're obligated not obligated to but your your best options to um let's say get money or, or become successful like it's not you're not doing that necessarily because you heard it in a song it's just this is my life this is how this is what i'm getting into and this just happens to correlate to what i'm what i have going on no i, I agree with that and i uh, I I agree 100% with that I think that it's just the music is just reflecting the people that are in those circumstances and it so happens to correlate generally from the 90s the, from the early 90s the murder rate has went down a lot like the murder rate is nowhere near where it was in the early 90s and that's when gangster rap was just popping off and was not popular they would not play it on the radio and stuff like that and people were still dying at a large mm-hmm. at a high rate so I think that the music now is just more popular and visible, but generally the the murder rate has went down. I would say that um the thing the flip side of gangster rap is what it has allowed people to do that it, they had no other way out. Like if you look at Snoop Dogg, he's making songs about uh, affirmations for kids now. Mm-hmm. And it would he wouldn't have got there without murder was the case or you know some of the other songs that he made. Look at Jeezy, he's flipping houses. He was making songs about cooking cocaine. 
And so it, it has allowed certain people to get out the hood and do better for themselves. Whereas they might not have went down that path if it wasn't for gangster rap. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I feel like for every Snoop or for every Jeezy, it's, you know, 10 or 15 other artists of the same genre who aren't allowed to kind of take those strides and growth. Mm. And even it's, I feel like rap is one of those categories where it's just hard because you technically, everybody grows and everybody evolves. But when you meet an artist in a particular place, depending on what they're rapping about, like Jeezy for perfect example, when you try to grow, when you try to rap about different things, people really might not be trying to hear. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to, to have individuals check out of what you're trying to do. Rap is just one of those things where you just, nothing really ages correctly. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. Don't you have anything to say before we move? Uh, nah. Damn. What were we even talking about? How did we get here? Uh, Gangster rap. Oh, Lakeith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I mean, yeah, it's tough, man. Like, I really do like the music, but sometimes rap just amplifies a message that probably doesn't need to go out there, especially when, like, especially when you're mentioning actual people's names on the tracks and, 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 and mocking their death. I feel like that type of stuff just builds up more tension that was already there, and then it can just get way more nastier. So it's... I don't know. It's 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 a good side and a bad side to it. Yeah, I don't like that that side of quote unquote gangster rap, but that's a fairly new style. Like in the nineties, they weren't saying, "Hey, we smoked what's the name? He in a pack now." They weren't mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. yeah, but is that because they were smarter back then, or they didn't have the opportunities that they have now? Yeah, I, I mean, I if, if you break it down, like doing those types of things. There is a, a uh, and this might sound bad, but there is a level of stupidity to rap now. And when I say it's a level of stupidity, like there are, when you refer, when when artists refer to smoking on the packs or what they actually are doing, and it's kind of like self snitching. Like they're giving up too many details. When in the past, I don't know if they were doing that, but if you know older in the in the early 90s early 2000s if you know the gangster rappers quote unquote had smartphones do you believe when 50 cent was going through his beef what he definitely would have been online because he's doing it right now like i think those elements would have been there it's just they didn't have the technology to do so yeah and i think the 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 structure was different like back in the 90s the shooters were the shooters they didn't touch the studio now it's so easy to get in the like the studio and make a song that the shooters now want to make songs, bro. We know famous killers; they have hit songs, and so, yeah. I mean, it's it's nothing for, <laughs> bro, for real. We know people <laughs> that have murdered motherfuckers on, and they have like actual great ass talent and making hit songs. So, is this our fault, or is this just how the music industry is set up? It's just technology advancing and it's easier now. I think I think it's a lot of blame to go around us for continue to support it 
Yes. And then record industries for saying, hey, yes, we will sign and make money off them pretty much selling death and murder and, you know, drugs in our population. Because I don't know how upset I can get at somebody for enjoying some lyrics over a catchy beat. Like some stuff, you it's just hard to not nod your head to. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. It's it's hard to not be like, oh, like even though the lyrics might be like what you're reciting back, it's like, oh, this shit is treacherous. Like I shouldn't be, but it's like, oh, this shit just goes. Because yeah. I mean, when you break it down, it's it's really just kind of storytelling, and it's storytelling from a different perspective or to different cities. And I guess that's part of the reason why I, I appreciate it so much is because you can, you in a way you can learn so much from it. You can hear so much. You can kind of get a different perspective of what's kind of what type of things might be going in that city, what kind of confrontations that person might be having. So it's a lot you can take from it, but it does come at a cost. Yeah. It's just entertainment. And uh, it's, it's a lot of forms of entertainment. That's, entertaining but sometimes it just may not be the best message and especially for people who are not able to separate entertainment from real life and what you're supposed to be doing um that could be harmful because i mean we all know people who take lyrics seriously like you see ig posts mm-hmm. and they got oh, a push icy or some song playing in the back and they just got the guns and the drugs and shit like that and it's just like you you can clearly see that that's affecting that person they want to be like the person that's rapping in that song so um but yeah let's let's keep it moving here um we we touched on a Kyrie situation a little bit last week um at that point Kyrie had pretty much shared a what the media is calling an anti-Semitic movie um, with anti-Semitic messaging. Um, we kind of gave our thoughts on it and kind of said, uh, did we give our thoughts on it or did we just pretty much say, I don't, I don't know. Let's, let's kind of revisit it though. What what are your thoughts about him mm-hmm. sharing that chain the movie? Yeah, I th- we did talk about it. I, I was just saying, if, if you are going to share it, you know, provide some context to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. We um, did. Yeah. Okay. So we got that. We got our thoughts pretty much out of the way. This week, um, he was asked to he he dropped a statement, pretty much a joint statement with the Nets, and I guess he had worked with the ADL to come up with a five hundred thousand dollar donation, and they would donate five hundred thousand dollars as well to fight anti semitism. Dropped a statement where he said everything pretty much, but sorry, he said that he would be working with them to fight anti-Semitism and that he understands how the movie could cause harm, but he did not say pretty much apologize or say he was sorry for what he had did. They pressed him again in the interview to pretty much explain again. He did not say sorry, but recognized how the, the film was anti-Semitic had some anti-Semitic untruths and could cause harm. After that, uh, the NBA commissioner pretty much said he was unhappy with the statement pretty much in Kyrie's refusal to apologize and the Nets follow suit by suspending him for uh, a minimum of five games and Nike dropped Kyrie 
Um, and Ooh, they they suspended. It's suspended, but he was already on thin ice. Okay, anyway. so he's suspended, and they're not dropping his next shoe line. And what else is happening with him? Uh, they gave him. They listed some terms that he has. Oh to yeah, that he has six for to re, to be reinstated. Yeah. Yeah. So he has six different things that he has to do to be reinstated to the league. I think, uh, or to the Nets, he has to like donate five hundred thousand dollars. Um, he has to do training sessions on the dangers of hate speech. Meet with Brooklyn Jewish leaders. Apology for supporting the film and falsehoods within. Uh, and a public statement recognizing the film as anti-Semitic. That's 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 ridiculous. I don't care. To, I see, to me, that's ridiculous. Lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not mad at it. He he kind of deserves this. All right, we're gonna go to we're gonna go to C's first, and then we're gonna go to Don. C's, explain what you mean. Uh, they tried to give him the easy out, and he refused to take it. That's mostly why I'm saying he deserves it. Like, I, we've all been in situations where we had to apologize for something that we didn't really want to apologize for just to get it to go away. It's a part of life. It happens quite frequently. He chose to be stubborn, and now he's in this situation, and now he has to go through all this training and to get himself out of it. So you're saying it's a pride thing? Oh, 100%. Because I I think it's easy to say, even if you don't agree with it, you know, I should I should I should have put some context behind it. I do see how some of those things or even if you don't say some of those things that were in the film were anti-Semitic. And I apologize for that, even though I do take things away from it that, you know, I feel like are beneficial to who I identify as to black people. There were some things in there that could be seen as anti-Semitic and that, that wasn't my intention. I apologize. Okay. So I'll ask, ask you this before we go to dinner. Um, I remember it was a press conference with Brian. He was, he had the autobiography of Malcolm X in his hand. I remember he said he was reading through the autobiography of Malcolm X. If we go through that book, it's plenty of references of Malcolm X being very anti-Semitic. If the media and the teams went to Brian and said, you must now apologize for the anti-Semitic messages in the book that you're reading. Would you expect him to apologize? No, because I, I don't, I think that's different. How's that um, different? Well, if you just see me reading a book, I don't think I have to apologize for reading a book. I mean, it's a media source. I mean, you just saw Kyrie didn't say anything anti-Semitic. He just said that he was watching this movie. So they don't know what part he agrees with or not. They took out parts from the, you know, like obviously the Hitler quote and things like that. And then applied it to Kyrie. I thought he posted it. He No, he didn't post no Hitler quote. No, hell no. No, he no, 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 no. Not, the, not the quote. He posted the. Oh, he posted the movie. Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. So he's saying that he's watching the movie, which would be the same thing as LeBron coming to the, the press conference with the book, pretty much saying he's reading the book. Um, yeah. I would say not. Because uh, I feel like the social media is looked at as some, I don't want to call it the he's promoting it, but putting it on your platform to spread to others where other than reading a book in private and somebody seeing you, I just feel like two different things to you. 
I mean, but he came to the press conference with the book. And he said everyone should read the book. <laughs> he legit said everybody should read it. That's it. He Whoa. did promote it. He was like, hey, this is a great man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm, like, I, I, I'm, I'm just like, trying to like make it equivalent because I'm not saying Kyrie was right at all, but I'm just saying if they ask you to like pretty much rebuke Malcolm X because of some of the things he said was anti-Semitic, I don't think that a lot of people would do that. Well, I don't think he would have rebuked him as a whole, but he he could have and maybe would have. He would have rebuked the book. Like, no, not not the book, but acknowledge that some of the things in there were that. Okay, so I mean, if Kyrie said that that it was some falsehoods and it was anti-Semitic at points, why wouldn't that be enough? Um, honestly, I think it's partially because it's Kyrie and what he's done. Okay. Kyrie's just been naturally been difficult, especially over the past few, um, uh, past few years. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. He said he said the Earth was flat. He said he's not taking a COVID shot. He's done these things that kind of make him seem very difficult to work with, be around. That I think it it brings troubles to where he starts spreading these. He seems quick to spread ideologies or potential falsehoods that he just feels like this is what it is and this is what I believe in. I think kind of that is shutting that down. I mean, because what's his name did this? Um, damn, what was Duke Miles? It wasn't Miles Leonard, was it? Uh, like you talking about who did the George Slayer? Yeah. Myers Leonard, mm-hmm. yeah. Myers Leonard, yeah. Like he had that. I mean, he had to, he got suspended and he had to, you know, go through. Uh, what was it? Diversity or some type of training? Speak with. So did Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson had to talk to Julian Edelman. Um, <laughs> he, he had to do certain things. So I understand that there is some type of remorse that should be shown. There is some type of conversations that should. There there needs to be some teaching if these things are happening. Of course. Yeah. I just I feel like he made it worse for himself, and and that's why I'm just like it. It kind of just is what it is. And I agree with some of those points, but I, I think it's some distinctions that need to be made in those situations. Myers Leonard like yelled a, a anti-Jewish slur on, while he was playing a game. So he uh, something anti-Semitic actually came from his mouth. D-Jax, mm-hmm. the same thing. Uh, Kyrie, I, I can't I can't say that him putting up a movie um, and this is why I can com- I compare it to the Bron thing. I don't think Bron is anti-Semitic at all. But just because you watch or consume media that may have anti-Semitic messaging, whether it's with all with that uh, within it or just certain parts, doesn't mean you're anti-Semitic or promoting something anti-Semitic. It's just the way certain people think that have been involved with the film or speaking in the film. And that's why I feel like if if he didn't want to apologize for it, it's because he didn't say it. And I think that's what he kept saying. But let me go to Donna first. Donna, what, what do you think? Yeah, I just, I think my thing is, I don't know what they want from Kyrie at this point. I don't know if you want, do you want, uh, do you want him to be sincere with the things that he's doing? 
Because I feel like when you give somebody like that six missions to do before you can let him back into the league, I don't know how sincere he's going to be with this checklist that you're giving him. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know what exactly, what do you need from him for for this to be cool? Because well, they, they wanted just an apology and they wanted him to be like, I don't stand behind any of this. And he, I, that's what I guess that's what I'm coming from. I, they tried to make it simple for him. At least that's what I think. I think if he yeah, just I mean, apologized and said I don't believe in any of that, this all would have gone away. So we kind of know what they want. He just didn't do it. And I guess we kind of look at the NBA like it's not a job, but it is kind of a job. So if you're, I guess in a sense, if you work with. Jewish or you work for a Jewish corporation, you had a lot of Jewish people around you and they felt offended by it. You posting something at your regular workplace and your job came to you about it. Would you apologize? It depends if I felt like I did something wrong. Even if you, if even if you just posted the film and you didn't feel like you technically did anything wrong, you would, I would at least assume. No, if I posted, if I'm in this situation where they, where they felt like I did something anti-Semitic or were promoting anti-Semitism uh, because I posted a movie that had anti-Semitic messages, I, whether I don't, the whole thing to me is we don't know. Cause I don't, I feel like nobody I've talked to has watched the whole thing. So we don't know if this is just one excerpt from the movie that may have had like some wild, crazy shit that he may have disagreed with, or it's just the whole movie. is just, just like this. But if we don't know, I can't say I can't say it was or was not. That excerpt that I saw was definitely anti-Semitic, and I don't want you know I don't want to touch that. But if I did something where it was like an excerpt or something like that, and I just posted the movie, if they asked me to apologize, I'm not apologizing, bro. I didn't do anything. I'm sorry so if you, y'all feel that way. So you would let yourself get suspended from work by not apologizing? If I felt like it went against. If you were trying to force me to apologize for something that I didn't do, yes. I mean, it's a lot of things that I'm not apologizing for if if I felt like I didn't do it. You can't force me just because it's a job. I'll go find another job. But is it worth is it is it worth the struggle? Sometimes I'm not gonna lie but to you. Sometimes it is. But like that's not really. There are there are certain hills to die on. I don't know if that's the hill to die on for anybody. It, no, I, just, it seemed it seemed very avoidable and I guess it, if you really break it down like it I guess that's the, the biggest part for me like I don't I don't believe that Kyrie is anti-Semitic I don't believe he believes everything that's in that film I know that uh, that's how that's at least the gut feeling that I'm having mm. I just feel like this could have gone away this could have been made so much easier he's just letting stubbornness and pride get into the way and now we're here and now he's he's already been somebody who's been difficult he's already made things uh, tough from last year to the year before people are kind of just tired of Kyrie and he keeps doing these cluckish things and, and putting it on pride and principle and it's like it's not he has to find better hills to die on Mm. I, I mean, I agree. I feel like he should have, he should have just laid out 
that he wasn't immediately. But I also, I don't like this yesterday's price is not today's price mentality when it comes to apologies. Like, I, I just, it's, if he, he, he did apologize. Didn't know. Well, why does why does the price go up now just because he didn't apologize when y'all wanted him to? Uh, because I think if you don't say I'm sorry, then it's not an apology. It's how it's being interpreted. Which, for certain instances, it does make sense. There are certain times in an apology where you need to specifically say, "I apologize for what I'm doing." I mean, because is it really an apology if you don't acknowledge what you're apologizing for? But didn't he do that in the IG post thing? At, after the fact, not at the press conference. Didn't he say, I apologize? He, yeah, he did I that when they forced him to. But, but they, the but they dropped the checklist after that, right? Yeah, the checklist was dropped after that. And that's my problem. Like, well, what do you want? Why are you dropping this now? You suspended him. He apologized. Why are we doubling back? Like, oh, no, no, that's not all we want now. Now, now you got to do this tour, mm-hmm. and you got to let us know after you complete uh, each one. Like, what, what the fuck? I, if, if I'm Kyrie, I would have told him kiss my ass. I know, I know that sounds crazy, and I know you're risking a lot, but man, that's ridiculous at this point. But what do y'all think, want from me? I really do think it's just because he's he posted that post sh- after the press conference, right? Where yeah. he yeah. technically mm-hmm. didn't apologize mm-hmm. again. I think that's stubbornness and pride. He's he chose not to use. They gave him opportunity. I'm sure they had a conversation and said, "Just apologize." He chose to stick his feet in the stand. Then he came back, I guess, on his time and put up an Instagram post. I understand what they're doing. It's it, it's to me, it's less about what he posted and it's his own difficulties getting in his way. And this is kind of, we know this is Kyrie, and I think that's why it's easier for me to be like, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I think that people are seeing it different ways. Some people are seeing it as they're trying to break Kyrie um, to more of a more extreme viewpoint. People are comparing it to like slavery and how they try to whip people in front of the slaves so they could, you know, be forced into obedience. If you see somebody, if you see this happening, you're going to watch what you say. Because you like, yeah. I don't want to end up like Kyrie. Who so, compared this to slavery? It's Nick Cannon was on something. Yeah, like I said, to a more extreme example, you got the more extreme thinkers thinking like this is like how they used to whip the slaves and make because without making that parallel extreme with slavery, you can kind of see what they where they're coming from. You kind of see that this is just showing that as a black man if you say something crazy they gonna get you back in line and watch your mouth or you you this can happen to you as well <clears throat> my bad uh, I, I think that's a really big stretch if I'm gonna be honest yeah I'm not I'm not saying it. I'm just I'm just pretty much mimicking what the more extreme thinkers are saying and I mean, in some parallels, you can, I mean, you can kind of see, you can kind of see that point, but I would, I would hesitate to compare it to slavery. It's not, it's not even close because slaves wouldn't get $40 million. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, I don't think they thinking like that, but I'm thinking that just the general basis of this can happen to you. If you don't, if you look at Craig Hodges, it's the same thing. Craig Hodges 
was quote unquote blackballed back in the day because he aligned himself with Farrakhan, who was seen as anti-Semitic. Um, I think that's different. I would say that's extremely different. Different times, because I mean, even back then, they weren't really inclusive to the Muslim community as a whole, even if it wasn't aligning with Farrakhan. So, yeah, but I I think that the main thing that people say, and even I I think he would say himself is that he was blackballed because of his alignment with Farrakhan and what he was saying at the time. Because Farrakhan was way more out the window at that point. Because well, I guess I, I think more of um, and I don't know why I'm blanking. Who was the? This is gonna sound really bad. Um, who was the the Sharif? It was a Sharif on the on the Nuggets, right? Mm-hmm. The Muslim? You talking about uh, Raouf? No, I think it was Raouf. I know it's not Abdul Rahim. Yeah, it's not Rahim. I think it's Abdul. Muhammad Ra- Abdul. Yeah, Raouf. Yes. Raouf. Yeah. yeah, like him. He would. He kind of got the same thing. Like he wasn't. I and I'm not. I don't know for sure. But I don't think he was aligned with Farrakhan like that. So. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. So I mean, like I said, I'm just presenting the different parts of the spectrum. I mean that. It's something to think about, but uh, we'll we'll see how it plays out with Kyrie. Um, yeah, I like, think we already know how it's gonna go. He's not gonna play for a while. Kyrie is a stubborn nigga. He's not gonna play for a while. And it's gonna be his fault. Well, they said. Honestly, what he, he, go ahead, mother. Well, I was gonna say he need to start his own Muslim team. <laughs> okay. <laughs> start, start, start I wish I just league. kept talking. <laughs> he gonna, he gonna be in the big three. <laughs> Muslim uh, big three. That's your <laughs> Yeah. Um, he met, they say he met with uh, Adam Silver today and Adam Silver felt like they made progress and stuff. And it's a road back now. Um, but I, I, I kind of feel like it's, they kind of make it a big thing. It's like, they talking about a road back like this man that like killed 10 people or some shit. But um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, it's definitely something worth keeping an eye on um in the same vein of the nba did y'all hear about this josh primo story about him exposing himself uh, allegedly to the i think it was a team therapist a team it's a staffer from the san antonio spurs um uh, she alleges that he exposed himself to her nine times and the franchise the franchise failed to react nine times yeah the fuck Hey man, let me. Uh, I don't care. Let's let's do it. Let's turn this up. <laughs> nine times, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you let that happen nine times, and in the ninth time, you just had enough of it. What has me worried, and I don't want to jump out the window because I mean, I just want to let more details come out. Is Greg Popovich' um, statement on this? He, you know, he can't really talk about it too much because it's a it's a legal case going on. But he pretty much refuted, like, nah. If somebody brought that to us, we would take care of it immediately. And Greg Popovich has a a solid track record. And again, I don't want to jump out the window because it may have something may have slipped through the cracks, or he may have just overlooked it. But I don't know. Things are shaking nine times. Yeah, and and we ain't talking about like some star nigga. I don't even know who I didn't know who Josh Primo was before this thing dropped. No. 
Like you could get him out of here. That, that, that'll be quick to release his ass. Yeah, they. Not I mean, they way. got rid of him. Um, a minute ago. Uh, what? It was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like a week or two. Yeah, yeah. Like you can do this to like Tony Parker or some shit. I can understand that. You, you I can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Parker, nasty nigga though. He would do some shit like this. Do I guess even we have to assume it happened to like you can't make this up. It'll be wild to make it up, and I don't think he, he it's made up. I think some of the details are foggy, and because they would first of all. He's a first round pick. They wouldn't release a first round pick if it didn't happen. Yeah. Something is there. And that's why I said I'm not jumping out the window on his side or nothing like that. But the details are weird with nine times and uh, how she brought it to their attention. I think that it may have been happening or something may have happened. And it got to the point where it came out to them and they finally they let him go once they knew they let him go and now to get a bag she may have been saying this has been happening all along and they neglected yeah, when she maybe didn't go to them initially yeah I'm not we don't know the details yet you know but just going off what you told me, it, it seems a little weird, but I guess we just gotta wait till all the facts come out. I mean, I don't. Is it is it weird though? Nine it's times. Like what, what, what makes it weird? Nine times. That's what. That's. I, come on. Yeah, somebody exposing themselves to you nine times is a little wild. I understand that you may not want to go and speak out because you know it's a player, and you know they right. may take the player side. Hmm. Um. So, make th- that that comes into play. We we definitely have to take that into account. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe it's maybe it's something like that. It's just yeah, she I felt mean, like she wouldn't be believed. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, you have to think about it. Like that's a weird position to to be in. I mean, maybe she was even though she was uncomfortable. Maybe she was willing to overlook it a few times. Nine nine was a crazy number. You you kind of have to hope it's not nine. Yeah, he says um, that his shorts are too big and his should be popping out. That's what his lawyer said. Or too small. Wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, and because oh. the lawyer said he didn't, he never intentionally. Yeah. Showed her, and it was it was that word that I was like, okay, you're not you're not going to specifically say I never intentionally exposed myself to you. Mm. Man, this is some bullshit, man. You know when your shit hanging out, bro. You can't just... <laughs> You're not just out here like, oh, whoa. <laughs> I was out this whole time. Let me roll this up. <laughs> yeah, but this is... But it's... it's As crazy as it is, it's also super unfortunate. This kid is only like 19. Yeah. So, I, I don't know what's... If he did do it, then of course it's, it's, it's a wrap. He needs well, some help. Even, yeah, if, even if he didn't, it's still it's like it's gonna be tough for him now. I mean, I'm sure somebody will take a chance on a cheap 19 year old, but it, it, who knows how long this takes? Yeah, no, that's real. Hopefully, if if he did really do this stuff, he needs some help, and hopefully, he can get right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but what help? What help are you supposed to give somebody? I don't. Yeah, you uh, never know. There could be a lot of stuff in his past that led him to do some freaky behavior like this. Uh, it's a lot of niggas that think you could just whip it out and that's the first step. 
you look, are a sick nigga if you, if you are taking that way. That's how you initiate it. It, it. it is. Honestly, I do think that's like super common, but you not doing that at work. Like, it's not. That's still work. Like, what you going to do with this? Okay, you, you know you sound seasoned. <laughs> what I'm saying, that's what they thinking. They like, what you gonna do with this? Uh, but with with sick niggas like this, has it had to have worked before, or are they just like hoping one day it will? I think it I'm worked. Sure. It has worked before. Well, I guess it, I'm sure it's worked before, but it shouldn't. You shouldn't think it's gonna work in work in the workplace. Hell no, and that's crazy. Or just anywhere. Like, you shouldn't be whipping your dick out on people, bro. That's nuts. <laughs> Unless y'all have an established relationship where y'all like spontaneous shit like that. It's just yes. get consent to do certain <laughs> shit, bro. So, I don't know, man. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Man, what's going on with these kids? Yeah. <laughs> Got uh, a black panther. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga whipping his shit out. <laughs> NBA going downhill, man. Yeah. Uh I saw Keisha Cole said she had to unenroll her son from Donda after that um after Kanye said he was gonna shoot up to school. I knew that shit was gonna cause a backlash, bro. <laughs> Yo, she's wild for letting her kid enroll into Donda. Yeah, honestly, that's what my thought was going to be. Like, Keisha Cole would enroll her kid. At <laughs> hey, man, don't disrespect Keisha Cole, man. Well, like, nobody should Nobody should have. They had way too many students. So all those parents are goofy. Let's be clear. But of course, Keisha Cole signed her kid up for the Donda school. Yeah, imagine having to tell your kid that he can't go back to school because the, uh, the semi-principal says he's going to shoot up the school. <laughs> that nigga crazy. <laughs> we ain't playing around with him. Yeah. Hey. Uh, what else is going on? Y'all got a story that y'all want to get into before we go off the rest of these? Mm, nah, I really, I just, want, I feel like so much comes from this trick, and I just, I feel like we should just get into it. I just want to get into it, but we can wait. But it's. Uh, shit. I mean, I guess we can get into it. Uh, uh, I got a few other stories, so we might have to circle back to like regular stories. But we can, we can we can start with this Drake. Um, Drizzy Drake, Twenty One Savage, her loss, man. The album we have all been waiting for. Uh, but we did not expect <laughs> what what was gonna come from this album. Um, I don't know how to pre preview it other than that. Uh, it dropped on Friday. I don't. I guess we just speak on it, man. Uh, who well, wanna, uh, anybody want to start? Should we? All right, let's let's start with what caused the most ruckus. The Meg uh, Stallion. This. Yes. Oh, bar. Yes. yes, bar. I I keep seeing a lot of people saying this, and it wasn't a this. Let's just start there. Why do you think but, it wasn't a this? Mm, I don't. I can't see how it was a diss. Mm. What? <laughs> what you mean? Can't see how it was a diss. Interesting take. I don't. I guess what would make it a diss? Okay. Didn't diss. For the people that don't know what was said in it, it was on the song. Um, no, it was Circle Loco. Circle Loco. Yeah. And I, I'm going to look up this leg just so I can get the exact. 
League. One second here. Um, this bitch lied about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. She don't even get the joke, but she's still smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, people when they heard it, they the the play on words here is uh, lying about getting shots, but she's still a stallion. Um, because of the incident that happened to Meg the Stallion, um, at this point, I think it's two years ago, um, when Tory Lanez allegedly shot her in the foot and a, it's a, a decent population of people that believe that she may not be telling the truth about this whole situation or getting shot. So that was the play on him saying she may be lying about getting ass shots but she's still a stallion which is a, a, a thick woman or a large thick woman so how do you feel like it wasn't a diss or a connection to that situation well okay I, it can still be connected I think something can be distasteful and not be a diss like, I don't think that the line about drum and doing the cha-cha, I don't think that was a diss either. To me. What? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Just, what's going on here? <laughs> what's going on? Hold on, hold on. Okay. I don't even know what a diss is. <laughs> um, okay, I don't I think, think, I think you're putting too much emphasis on diss, like for the uh, putting diss in a box too much. Disrespectful is disrespectful. If you're saying, if you're comparing something to me lying about getting shot, that's disrespectful. I think that's distasteful. I think you can say disrespectful, but you're not. When you say dis, I'm not thinking dis, just disrespectful. I think when you when when somebody takes a dis, push a T, dis Drake, Drake dis push a T. Those were there was malicious intent behind those words. I mean, I mean, I, this is coming from disrespect, though. I mean, it's legit the 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 word base of this. It's just short. I think I just feel like there's. I don't think if there was distastefulness in it, it's a diss. I, I feel like for a diss, you really be have to you have to try to be coming for somebody. Your intention has to be to do the disrespect. People accidentally disrespect or rub people the wrong way every day. You can't don't say I dissed you. If I that's me. I see what you're saying. Like I, I just I can't put this in the box of this is especially in the rap world. This isn't a diss. We know what rap beef is, we know what rap disses are, we know what rap disses sound like. This isn't that. So to to sprinkle it in and say, well, it's disrespect, it's a diss. I can't stand on that. I can say it was distasteful. It didn't need it, it, the bar wasn't appropriate. I I get what he was trying to say. I get what he was trying to do with the wordplay. I think that's what most people are saying, though. It it, it didn't need to be said. Well, yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I, I mean, I agree. I just I yeah, and that, I think that's why most people are upset is because generally most people love Jersey. Like most people love Drake and will take his side on any pretty much beef that he has. I think the one. The one issue that people have with this whole Meg situation is for the most part, Meg don't really be at it with nobody. She pretty much be minding her own business when it comes to the situation. And to have little jabs and little unnecessary shots tugging at her, it's just 
that's this is the first time we've really well from my understanding it's the first time i've seen drake where it's just like that was unnecessary like what why are you on that mm-hmm. and it took away from the the whole album because it's like mm-hmm. this is a great album this is an amazing album one of the best i've ever heard from drake well, let's be honest mm-hmm. it, it, did it really take away from the album it clouded the album i mean it didn't take away how great the the songs were but it clouded the album when it didn't need to be said now more people are talking about the shots that he took on the album instead of how great this music sounds that's very true yeah mm, i agree i don't know i think i think it's outside because nobody the, like i said the drum thing wasn't the best to me that was just he I, said <laughs> he tried to bring the drum to me but he didn't know how we cha-cha slide pretty much Actually, saying we believe- beat his ass <laughs> Shit, I understand what you were saying with the Meg one. That's a clear He wants him to know. It. See, I guess I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't know if he has Ellen. Like that, the shit happened already. Like, I just can't see. And I know Drake is a petty nigga. I just can't see after all this time, this nigga still being caught up on Hotline Blink. I mean, he said it in the song. <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you want us to take from that? Yeah, it's it's not like one of them things where all this just happened to flow. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, yo, I'm bringing this up again. I feel like just because you had past tension and you, you speak on it doesn't mean we still got to have. I can understand Drum not wanting Drum didn't mention him at all. Drum was living I, his life. If, if Drum didn't make that video, do you think anybody speaks on that? I think that people are mentioning the bar like, damn, this nigga. (laughs) No, I'm I'm like, damn, we're like, I mean, first of all, I didn't know they actually fought. I didn't know that Drake's security guards beat his ass. Um, Mm -hmm. And into that video when Drama admitted it, I don't, I, I think that's why we know like what happened and stuff like that. But I think that we would have just been thought thinking like it's the it's over their beef. I think we all knew they had a beef over the Highline playing yeah. Cha Cha Slide song, and that's fine. Um, that's, it's it's in the past. Yeah, we didn't know it was phys- got physical until Drake brought it up, which I think is the point. Like drama really don't be bothering nobody, and Drake brought this up. And See, I, I hate that. We we gotta stop. They don't be bothering nobody. Th- why? <laughs> <laughs> if, it, I'm, if I'm sitting in my own corner, like what? Why are you bringing my name up? Um. Well, one, it if the situation happened, it's something. I don't think there are expiration dates on certain things unless it's come to an agreement that all right, we we gonna squash this. I don't know if they had an agreement that they squashed. They squashed this. Like just because you're like, oh, I'm not bringing your name up, leave me alone. Like we know rap don't work like that. Yeah, and that's cool, but that's what makes it a diss. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they can still have issues, but it was, it was clear that, and you know how Drake is, he'll say a line that most of us wouldn't even know who it associates to, but the person that's listening, they know what it is. Mm-hmm. So we, we we know what type of shit he on. So yeah, he he dissing. Ain't nothing really wrong with it. Drama, I will be on your side, but you cancel that show. You, you got to get back <laughs> on stage for that. If, if a nigga diss me and say he we get the drum, he'll not get the cha cha slide. I'm not gonna come out and say, yeah, yo, security jump me. But why are you bothering me? Because he he know? said he pussy because he ain't fight me one on one. That's not what he said. He, he said, said that verbatim. He, he said, give me the one on one. That's not exactly what he said. 
but that's what he was implying. That was a, that's what he was trying to get to Drum, and that's why he pissed Drum off. I, I, get, I could get it. The it ass him different the than ass how we already occurred. You want to get your ass whooped again? You he didn't whoop my ass though. I'm not I'm not about to give a nigga props because his security be my any security would be my ass. They big as hell. That's their job. Yeah. It is their job. Well, I, I you didn't beat my ass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm not doing that. I'm I'm not if if somebody gets me jumped, my thing, I'm not gonna come out and say, yeah, I got stomped out, but you ain't do it. Then it's like, nigga, you still got beat up. He got beat up, but you can't brag about it if you didn't do it. You, you security did it. Should I have? That's not cool. You can't get cool points off that. Who said that? I had you touched. No, no, that was that Ray J. Yeah. And so that's what I think it is. It's like we can't protect this thing of Drake if if you talking spicy and people have the right to be offended over it. And I think that people are upset when it's people that. Don't really like they even wasn't really bothering Drake like that. <laughs> They're only upset about Matt. They don't care about Drum. I think a, a decent amount of people like why the fuck he fucking with Drum. I'm not gonna lie, y'all need to y'all need to let that go. It's really y'all y'all shouldn't feel bad for that man. It was really I, I seen more so it was the Serena and Meg that they were really upset about. Oh yeah, but I mean and you I'm know really, you know what that is though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really mad about the Serena line. Now that one, I don't. I think that was a diss to her husband, of course. But yeah. I don't think he that, was. I would call that a diss. Yeah, that was very blatant. That was funny though. But that was that was funny. Yeah, the diss is in there with corny, bro. I ain't gonna start. It was just like <laughs> no, nah, that cha cha slide. One it was funny. corny. That that cha cha. I, I, I like the I like the Serena one because I mean he's been doing that for years. He's been he's been like telling. Women, hey, fuck you, dude. You know, he's he's trash. I'm better. Call it, call him. So, he's hilarious. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, bro. See, it, like, it's great music, bro. It's amazing music. Mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. heard this level from, from in a while, bro. And I think mm-hmm. that even the people that are mad at it at the Meg shots, they would agree to the same thing. But some of that shit was just unnecessary. I see. I don't. I don't know if it really. The, the, I will say calling that man a groupie was unnecessary. I think it, it was hilarious, and also don't respond to a rap beef with pictures of your family. I just. I don't care. I don't care how much of a groupie you are to your wife. It's, that's not where I want. Find a booth, nigga. Um. Oh, but the magnet shit was. I think it's difficult. Because I think it's still in the realm of rap where things happen to artists and other artists rap about them, even if they don't know them. Or I guess it's just hard to say, don't, why are you bothering me? I don't do anything when it's still like we're still in the same, uh, I don't know, we're still in the same workplace. Yes, it's a difference between saying how how you felt like Michelle or some shit on 106 in part and saying how you got shot. That that's different. Mm-hmm. Making fun of somebody that got shot. Yeah. I feel like well, that happens a lot though. 
if it, if it happens, it's wrong, bro. You, we shouldn't make fun of people that got shot. Like, no matter how you feel about the situation. So should we strip? Should should all raps about other rappers or anybody in rap getting shot? You're saying it should stop? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a diss. I'll say that if you're gonna talk about another person getting shot, you have some that comes off as you got bad blood with them, because no one's just using really using that as wordplay like that. And we know the connections have bad blood already. You know who Drake's connected to. You know they have bad blood with Meg. They do. So uh, mob ties. Uh, I just I don't I don't it's, so that's I don't know. To me, that's not sustainable. We're asking to strip all of that from rap. And I I didn't it's difficult when nobody was upset when 21 was talking about uh putting I'll take you. He said he's gonna take somebody from a bar to a blunt. That's he didn't put no name on mm-hmm. it. And I even with that, I've I've said in the past before that I don't accept I don't accept like the put the guns down messages from when we were talking about 21 earlier, a couple weeks ago. I said I don't mm-hmm. accept put the gun down messages for somebody who's gonna rap like that. Because mm-hmm. like which one do you want people to do? And I think it's very easy to continue rapping and not rap about women getting shot. Well, yeah, we didn't need the bar at all. Yeah, it was, it was mean, a great the, album without it. Yeah, the bar, the bar was very unnecessary. But I think if you you have to open it up to a larger scale. If 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 this if this bar is, I guess, going to receive this much backlash, how do you not? Open it up and apply it to the the genre as a whole. Because what what are you what are you comparing it to? You can't compare it to Twenty One Savage just generally saying I'm gonna kill somebody. You he, Drake put a name on it by doing the line. I, well, I'm saying I, we know that there are more names that are attached to these type of bars. It's it's in it's in rap. It's not hard to find them. So, so we should call. I feel like that just eliminates a lot. Of what a genre, what a subgenre of rap. I don't think there's a lot of people making fun of people getting shot. Mm. I can't name one that, uh, that unless it's like an actual beef. Yeah, <laughs> unless it's a beef that is somebody saying how you got or how you got shot or how you lying about getting shot, something like that. It doesn't happen right. very often. Or anything, just like oh, yeah, I got you. Just like how I don't know, fifty got shot or something like that. Yeah, that would so probably be the closest they, thing. If, they, if it's wrapped about, but names aren't said, that's perfectly fine. Because yeah, it's general. He's just talking about regular stuff. This is making fun of a situation, a very public situation that you know that we don't even know all the details yet. But it, like I saw Meg's attorney come out and say like. You gonna look very stupid when you hear this phone call from jail of Tory admitting that he did this allegedly. So it's just like, why would you jump out the window and do this? Because when this trial happens and you hear this phone, and this attorney was very certain, he was like, "Look, we have an actual recording of him from jail admitting that this happened." So he didn't understand why Drake would do this. 
I, again, we we yeah. all can acknowledge that it's a bad bar, but it just I I don't know why an attorneys get involved. Like it's I don't I don't know. It just seems very amplified because it's true. I, I can see well, and that's the thing. That's like uh something, you know, you just gotta deal with with being that guy and having that influence. I'm not gonna like we, I don't think Drake cares. Oh no! I, this this isn't bothering Drake in any capacity. I think it is. <laughs> I'm a, I think that's why he buying strippers, uh, Chanel bags in in Miami. <laughs> he Wait, does what? see everything. He does see everything. And Wait, he'll think, he'll talk about it. Do you think this is bothering him, Drake? <laughs> yes, <laughs> a nigga that's used to having women on his side. Yes, this this the, is the slander this is gonna of the last album bothered him. Yes, the, 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 you, you heard it in the album. The slander of the last one got to him. Like this shit gets to Drake. It's it's gonna it gets to all the uh no matter how big you are the shit gets you. He had a bar about people complaining about how his last album was techno. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, I'm fine. He's I don't I don't I don't. I think he hears what we, people are saying. I, yeah. But that doesn't mean it gets to me. Just because I acknowledge what you are saying doesn't mean that it got to me. I I I don't see one. I don't see Drake's fans leaving him. Let's let's no, no it's not no nobody said that at all. So yeah. it's 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 almost gonna be like it's here today, it's gone tomorrow. That's if Drake not, drops that's some not heat. I don't think so. If Drake drops some heat, you think it's they're not gonna get spins? No, I, I'm not saying that they are leaving. I, I, I agree with they're not leaving him. Like I think most fans still like the music, but it's a it's a difference between being canceled and having a slow fall from grace. The baby, while he was making good music and being a villain, it worked. But he st- slowly started to chop away to his fan base. Now he's selling buy one, get one uh, free tickets to the shows. So mm-hmm. if Drake does the same That's- thing and his quality, as soon as the quality starts to fall off or he does more lame shit, he's going to get the benefit of the doubt less and less. Yeah, I, I, I don't see that happening. I, I can't see that happening. Okay. I would I would be extremely shocked if Drake finds some new way to make, to put out something that's worse, that has everybody turn. It's, Bro, it just seems... The whole reason that people like this last album because women liked it. What last? Uh, that techno shit, yeah. whatever the last <laughs> shit was called. Honestly, never mind. That's what shit been called. Well, no, I like her law. That's a good title. Honestly, but yeah. I, I don't see... I wouldn't... When, I guess that's the, the consensus, but I wouldn't necessarily agree with it. I wasn't women that made me like that album. Women have been a strong force in pushing Drake's career for pretty much his whole career. Um, I'm not saying that he... I, I had a conversation with my cousin. I said, Drake is one of the greatest, if not the greatest musician, like song maker of all time. Like He has not ever had a fall off. He's had some misses here and there, but he's mm-hmm. never really had a fall off. But one of the machines that drove Drake is he made f- music for like women love. First of all, that men and women love, but women love. And he was really non-controversial. Like he never really, women never really felt like they had to choose a side with him. Mm-hmm. Now nah, they got to choose a side. <laughs> it's uh, getting I there. I, see, the thing is, I don't think they have to. I, you see, you obviously see it on social media. Um, I don't believe social media. 
I see people are complaining about it. I don't think anybody's really going to cancel Drake. And I think I don't think they're going to cancel him, bro. It's not canceled. What is it then? I guess when you say pick a side, to me, pick a side is if he drops some new shit, I'm not going to play it because no, that's not going to happen. It's Drake. It's still Drake. So I guess what is picking the side? Picking the side, like I said, is with the baby. They still played the baby's music, but it's when he did more and more lame shit, he he cut off less. He cut off more and more fans. Like, all right, fuck this nigga, uh, the baby. I'm I'm done with this nigga. See, I, it's just I a guess, decline. Yeah, that is a very strong example. Just because I, if you tell me that you, if do I think Drake is gonna pull some the baby shit? No, I could have predicted that he was gonna do that shit. Everything that he did was self-inflicted and it just created a steep decline. If Drake gets low, continues to drop a, some fire visuals, um, tours, and then drops an, another project in a year, year and a half, I just, I can't, I don't see what the difference is going to be. Yeah, I, for some reason, for me, I just see a change in this nigga. I don't know if it's about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> He's moving, through. and you can tell by this album. I've never heard him talk the way he kind of talking. Like he's been disrespectful, but he seemed like he turned it up a notch. Mm. Well, I, I think, it's, I think it was because he got with twenty one. Yeah, he, 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 he he's he like a chameleon with twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so will say album, this. Going back to regular. This <laughs> album sounded. I will say this. This album sounded better than the project with him future. I'm not going that far. I'm not mad at that. I'm not I mad mean, at that. I want, we, I'm not going to say Drake it. is rapping better on it. Yeah. The, sure. the songs cohesively sounded better. I definitely not saying that. You, um, I think, I think the general consensus was for that project with Future and Drake, it was just either one of their songs that was already there and somebody said, yo, get, get on this. This sounded like a nice blend this sounded like they were in the studio working on this together on purpose it didn't sound like an accident i guess i i would disagree because even though this is a amazing album like i keep saying drake and future ran into each other at the perfect time drake when future was on his 96 jordan 97 jordan run Drake mm-hmm. was about this as as high i think he was coming into views or coming off of views and it was just like a perfect accident, like where, you know, you could tell that they weren't really cohesively bringing the album together. But I don't know if those songs are beating jer- songs like Jersey or uh, uh, Diamonds Dancing or nothing like that. It's nothing. Uh, can I say it's nothing on here? I would say it's nothing on here that's beating a lot of those songs on on uh, What a Time to Be Alive. I gotta give it time. I'm, I gotta yeah. give it time because there's definitely some classics on here already to mm-hmm. me. Um, and I'm not mad if people feel like, like this is better than that, but I still gotta give it time. I gotta yeah. sit with it and see how they age. Like to me, this is like when you got a, a team, your team trades for a star, and they got the whole training camp and off season to to build cohesion with whoever it is that they're linking up with, as opposed to a mid season trade where it's like we just gonna piece this together and hope that it works. You can still win at the end, but the flow is. It just seemed like this was was tighter. I appreciate it. Yeah, but, but I get what you're saying. We also gotta factor in like the players on there. Like, although I love Twenty One, Twenty One, one of my favorite rappers. Twenty One is not uh, 
future in 2015. That's true. No, he's, yeah, he's we not. got digital dash, big rings, live from the gutter, diamonds, dances, scholarships, plastic bag. I'm the plug, change locations, jump man, jersey, 30 for 30 freestyle. I, that's hard to beat, bro. I feel like Drake did does a great job. Drake was a great setup man for this. I think Drake does a decent job at setting up 21 on these tracks. Oh, yeah. Or at least it's something about their they're back and forth that it, it just flows and it works. So yeah, no, this is the be- to me this is the best rapping I've heard from Drake. I, I want to say period, <laughs> but I might I might be missing a, I might be missing a project. But Drake was on another level rapping on on middle of the ocean, bro. On that bro, first little bro. section, <laughs> bro, I had oh, never heard God. no shit like that. He was snapping. I th- what I heard, I, I think for this album, this is his best since views easily. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is what I've been wanting. I wanted some shit like that. Middle of the ocean when he was like, "Hey, you still take your girl to Hibachi?" <laughs> Last time I did that, Wayne was sipping double cups. <laughs> I was like, "God damn!" He said, "That's when uh, Quavo had sent him the beats of Versace, nigga." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, bro!" The, the way he uh, is dissing broke niggas on this album is oh, crazy. Man. But, Watch a uh, girl a party yeah, bus. <laughs> Like, damn. damn, bro! <laughs> I haven't even been able to afford that yet, man. <laughs> now, now that's canceled. Yeah, bro. Hey, I can't. Nobody can deny this album. Nobody I've heard that I've talked to says this album is bad or anything close to this. This is an amazing body of work, bro. Mm-hmm. This was, yeah, and this this is a Drake album to me. Like I I know it's him in twenty one, mm-hmm. but this felt more like a uh like. 21 was a feature player on this and it was really this is a Drake album hey I got I got some of 21 sprinkled in and I fuck with a, a lot of 21's verses Same. but to me this is a Drake album and it was one of his best this is salute yeah uh, do you think 21 <laughs> wild boy. I, I, honestly that part was hard I don't know why people was, was no it was, it was definitely hard to me bro yeah. <laughs> 21 can you do something for me <laughs> niggas, niggas gotta chill with those videos though man. y'all look too too excited to be <laughs> can you do something for me <laughs> Yeah, so uh yeah overall man it's it's dope man i'm sure we'll probably talk about it a little bit more um on another time uh kind of staying with 21 um i saw that he said on the interview that he can beat anybody in his freshman class in the versus uh kodak replied and said that's cap well y'all taking it in the kodak in 21 versus i'm going 21 I know that might sound crazy, but I just fuck, I fuck with Twenty One more. He's he's I I like more of his shit than I do of Kodak, and, and I love Kodak as well. But I don't think Twenty One will win more than six rounds against Kodak. Okay, you're tripping. You're tripping. Do you know what songs Kodak has, bro? Uh, Twenty One got some classics too, though. <laughs> He ain't killing him like that. Bro, he won't I mean, win more than six rounds. I can't say that. Kodak has some got, of the biggest songs of the last, last 10 years, bro. I think 21 got a couple on it. What would you what would you say against. three? His top three is. 
Bank accounts in there. Mm-hmm. A lot. <sighs> Fuck it. Yeah, put a lot in there. I'm so the top three like biggest. Uh yeah. Put a lot in there. And what's the other one? Uh the shit from Savage Mode One. Uh the shit with future? Is that the one I'm thinking about? I don't I don't think I'm thinking about that one. The X No Heart? I think oh, I put yeah, No yeah, Heart no about that. Okay. Now think, think about Kodak. Kodak's like four anthems came out when he was 16, bro. You got No Flock and Skrilla, uh Skirt and uh like that. That came out when he was 16. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's top heavy though. I feel like he has he has those anthems, but once you go down to twenty, I think that's where twenty one can really fuck him up. Not a, nowhere near, bro. He got still got ZZ Gremlin, uh, bro. It, I don't think he's winning more than seven, dog. I can't. I think that's disrespectful. I, I can't hear what you're saying. I, honestly, yeah, it might Kodak might win. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it gets outrageous. Uh, we might have to, yeah, what? we might have to deep dive in there. It, it was, it's, it, it would definitely be close to me. It would be close. I just picked twenty one just because I like his music more. But yeah, I, I don't know if twenty one is beating Uzi. Yeah, I was about to say like he got some other people in this. What's the name people can compare? He got Uzi, Yachty, Anderson, Pac, and uh, Gierbo. Um Uzi, I don't, I, I don't think he's beating Uzi. It would be, it, it be tough. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's because that's more top heavy. Yeah, uh, Uzi got some shit. Anderson Pac, he could get the fuck out of here. Me personally, I don't give a fuck about Anderson Pac. <laughs> I know he got I fans. Know. I know people love yeah, him. Uh, but no, he could get his ass out of here. G Herbo, I'm still picking 21. Uh, that's low key underrated, but that, Herbo, Herbo got some uh, classics too. He do. He well, do. It, it depends on how many songs it would do. Also, versus is completely. Did they ever show up? Remember the last player? They had the dates blurred out. Mm. They never told us who was who. What did they? <laughs> that shit did. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but nah, G Herbo got a lot of. I think we're biased to G Herbo because it's just so Chicago regional. Shit. Yeah, because I don't. Certain songs aren't gonna. Yeah, they're not like, going up for kill shit. Yeah, they're not. They're not going up for kill shit. They're not. Uh, yeah, that's sad. Uh, <laughs> um, what was that? What was that shit he had on Nikki? Nikki verse on Nikki song that'll go up. Chirac. Oh yeah, Chirac. Yeah. I'm rolling. Uh, yeah. And even I'm rolling feels very. Chirac. Oh, oh, I'm rolling might be as big as to me. Pause. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. I'm rolling. Yeah, he got some shit. I think for everybody else, I think that that everything. Probably- yeah. Everything, bitch, everything. Yeah, like I said, Jerbo got some low key, sn- sneaky mm-hmm. ones on there, yeah. but it's also Chicago shit, so you know how that go. Um, is Amber Rose's baby father date share? I, I I don't want to talk about this too long, but did y'all see that? Share? Yes, <laughs> the singer share. <laughs> that nigga AE <laughs> ain't no. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Who the yeah, fuck? I saw I saw the run around. I I honestly I close to ten. I was yeah, like, this bro. is. <laughs> I'm so Dude, confused. Insane. Oh, when I what? see when I see dudes dating older women like that, and when I say older, I mean older. 
it is i don't i don't i I just don't know how they do it it's just it don't make sense to me so do y'all got like a crush that y'all y'all will slide in like sandra bullock that's sandra bullock to me like i i'd be that i'd be that for sandra bullock Hold on. So wait, wait, wait. What are you asking me? Are you, are you asking me like, is it some old women that 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 aren't black? Yeah. I'm so telling me Sandra women. Bullock gets you gets you riled up, bro. Tell me Sandra Bullock ain't decent. She ain't bad. Yeah, man. she's not bad enough for me to be rolling around with. <laughs> I, I, I ain't the blind side. Like I, you, I'm not going to be doing that with you. No, I think I roll. I think I roll around with with Sandra. That that's a good look. So like solid, solid, bro. Yeah, well, I think that's a good look. I'm not <laughs> romantically. It might be tough, Bob, but she she could you know we could pop out for sure. Pop out and and clutching hand in hand, fingers intertwined. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it couldn't be me. As far as old white women, she's she she's the up there. I mean, actually, she's 60. does Angelina Jolie count? Oh, you a basic nigga. I'll for sure pop over her. She just got that vibe. Yeah, I think she's younger though. She like fifty. Yeah, she she forty seven. Oh, uh, forty seven. Yeah, that don't count. God damn, she's 40. man. I thought she was older than that. Mm, that don't count. And I think it's I, you can't really trust them, the women who be in Hollywood because you know they probably even had some work done. Work done. Oh, you don't know oh. what they really look like. Uh, yeah, once that makeup come off, they look scared. not even the makeup. I'm talking like the bow ties and they face fuck around actually be droopy. Yes. That's what I don't understand how all these black dudes keep being having kids with the Kardashian. Like you know, that's not what they look like, right? They don't care at the time. So your kid come out with, with a right oval face because Kylie used to have that that uh, horror movie say little it. kid face. No, it was like what was that? Um, was it Shrek with the thumb people? No, oh man. lord, no man, <laughs> no, no, like I'm lying. Or... You said Shrek with the you thumb? You mean that. Spy Kids when they had them thumb niggas <laughs> running around? Uh, uh, was it that? Yeah, yeah Spy Kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spy Kids. That's man. fucked up, man. Um, what else is going on? A Jada, I saw a Jada um interview that said that she's promoted. She pretty much promoted for people to have sex with people on the first night because she says that if you have sex with them on the first night, they're coming back. And she said, period. <laughs> okay. What? Damn. Yeah. Said period. It seems like she's speaking from privilege. <laughs> and that's what I figured, but I, I wanted to ask y'all: Is that a good like? Is, like, is that a good advice to have sex no. on the first night? No, it's not. And if not, why isn't it? <laughs> like, why isn't that a a thing? Or is it? Should it be like a case by case basis? It's, it's definitely case by case. It could go either way. Yeah, it should be case by case. So you would date somebody that let you smash on the first night? Yeah. Okay. Um, if I felt like the inter- uh, yeah, I guess if the interaction was enough for me to want to see them again, sure. I, agree. I feel like if you do it, I feel like if you do it, and it removes potentially the ability for you to change your mind and and oh, to yeah. not cause chaos. Oh yeah, you gotta keep that in mind. Yeah. Because I, I don't want to invite, I will promise, honestly, I, I don't want to invite chaos into my life. So if she, you have to really be mindful 
I think a little too soon in the moment of where you think this could go. Unless she's cool with like you, unless she sleep with you and she's like, I didn't like that. I'm good on you. Then I guess it's cool. But if you try to initiate, but like, yeah, last night was so much fun, but uh, I don't want to see you again. It's going to be like, well, why didn't you say this before we slept together? Mm. It, it, when we say first night, we talking about like just the first date, or you talking about the first time we met this person? First date. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. I, I never. If y'all both consenting and y'all want to do that, then do it. Um. It, I sometimes I do think it can complicate things, but um. Hey, if y'all can get past those like those hurdles, then. I think sometimes it works like it works. I think it out. takes a lot of it requires a lot of communication that's usually not happening on the first date. Yeah. Cause when you have sex with somebody, it, different feelings come into play. And it may be too early for those feelings to come into play. Mm. What do you mean? Mm. Um to me, I feel like when you have sex with somebody on the first night, it's it, it brings like a bond that should be established. Over time versus um, immediately. What do you mean a bond? What kind of bond? Um, kind of like a I owe you type. Not I owe you, but like a <laughs> um, like this is. Like I have to see you again. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like I have to. We have to kind of force this because we already we linked like this already. We paired like this already whereas if y'all take y'all time and really see if y'all like each other and then do it then you kind of are able to make more sound decisions versus oh we already smashed so we might as well just keep smashing and keep intertwining our do our soul ties if you want to call it like that or spending time like this when we're not really compatible we just like having sex well I guess that could be the mis- a misconception because just because I let you let, let me not say that just because somebody lets you have sex with them on the first date mm. doesn't mean that y'all are going to consistently have sex that's true but once that's once that's what once that's knocked out of the way I haven't had a situation where I've had, had so, sex with someone early and we don't continue to have sex or if they if they say they don't want to do it anymore it kind of makes me back off why? Because it's like, why do you not? <laughs> did you not enjoy it the first time? Like, uh, is something wrong in this situation? You see what I'm saying? Um, I guess does something have to be wrong for them to say I don't? And it's, it might not be I don't want to have sex at all. It could just be it takes three weeks for it to happen again. Do you instantly think that something is wrong if they? choose to I guess add some time in between if we hanging out consistently over the three weeks yes and that's just I think it's just human emotion like I'm like alright what's going on like if I'm trying um, and I just like nah nah let's just wait and I'm just like okay we already did the shit so I'm like you see what I'm saying so now my mind is overthinking like either something was wrong with the first time or something is wrong with our interactions now or something is off. And so what that's what I mean by it can make it complicated. But what if she what if you had the what if you 
sat down and had a conversation about it. Oh, then my my thoughts are, you know, those are qualms. So, so you would be cool if, if she if it happened on the first night and then she's like, no, nah, I'm I want to wait. And I would ask why. And, it, and, it, and she just said, I, I, I like who you are. It was fun. Um, I just I want to wait. No, nah, that that would raise some, that would raise some questions for me. <laughs> like, why do you want to wait now? <laughs> I mean, I guess I get, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, it's like, could that be a red flag for her? If it is, then hey, let me know, cause that's the type of nigga I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's the type of nigga I am, man. You got to sub that one. Um, kind of in that same thing though, and this is a this is this is some shit right here. Um, it was a big like blow up uh, about somebody. I guess somebody went on a date, and their date um dropped the roofie uh, test strip in her drink when she brought him back to the table, and people were saying like, "Oh, I would have just left," and some people were like, "No, that's that's sh- what she should be doing." <laughs> What would y'all do in that situation? Oh, okay. So she, all right. Tell me the story again. She, when he left, she tested her drink. No, he brought back some some drinks. Mm-hmm. Once she, once he bought back the drink, she used the roofie test strip on the drink. Okay, to make sure it wasn't. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Is the day over or y'all, y'all? <laughs> what do y'all do in that situation? <laughs> No, that's that's a wild shit. I'm not gonna lie. I would have to I would have to hold my composure and try to think of it another way, but in the back of my mind I'm thinking, you think I'm a freak. <laughs> you think I am the eight shittiest motherfucker. Ugh. And I don't know how I feel. I understand it though. Yeah. It's just man, I wouldn't feel like I got disrespected even though I probably didn't. It just come on. I think it it really depends on where you are. Uh, It it depends on where you are in life, to be honest. Like, what, how old or mature are you at that moment? Like, younger me probably would have been like, I don't see what the point is. Like, why you you agreed to meet up with me? We're out in public. Like, you could have even, I couldn't. I mean, early dates, you might not even pick the person up. We, you met me here. It's easy to take it personal to be like, why would you even think I would do this? Older me, I'll probably shrug it off a little quicker. Like me right now, I would be like, all right, that's what it is. Like it's, I'm not really gonna trip on that, because that's it's something where it's like it makes sense. It's small. I guess it's kind of weird, but <laughs> yeah. like it's 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 one of those things where it's just it's. I don't want to say I don't want to say weird. It's it's a situation that I would say nine out of ten guys has never been in. <laughs> to when you're sitting there and this person agrees to go out with you, you pick a time, you pick a place. You know, you're maybe more concerned about having a good first impression, mm-hmm. um, being a gentleman, doing all these things. You stressing about the spot. You know, you think I'm I'm being shivers. You opening doors and shit. You think you in your bag. You know, you think I'm being what you should be on a date. And you come back from the bar, and you put them on the on the table. And then next thing you know, it's like she unzips the purse and pulls out a whole test kit. And you're like, what? <laughs> if you explain it to me I probably will take it a little bit better 
if he was like, hey, I, this is going to be pretty weird. <laughs> just to be safe, I just want to make sure everything's cool. I don't really know you like that. I'll be like, okay, all right. But if you just start getting to work and I'm just looking confused, <laughs> because people looking at me like I'm nuts or some shit. Well, I mean, I guess it, 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 in a sense where if you if you out, if the chick is out at the club and she runs into a guy and the guy gets her number and it's like, yo, I want to take you out. And y'all don't really know each other, period. I guess it kind of makes sense. No, I, it did, it did it. me some some. Yeah, honestly, I think you have to be play it cool. I feel like if you blow up, then you seem like a freak. I just don't know what I say during the testing time, like what the results say. Yeah. I don't even know if I can say that because then it looked like I'm nervous. So Loki, I'd be nervous the whole time because what if this is just some bullshit? What if, what if something pops up and I don't know why? I'm finished. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just one of those weird situations where, yeah, I understand you being safe, but oh no, bro. I'd be like, uh, okay. You <laughs> think I'm so would, fucking would, weirdo? I would I would it to be instant results. Like, <laughs> like if you take the strip and you dip it in there, I need it to say it's negative immediately. Like if you have to dip the strip into your margarita and just kind of let it sit there to dry. <laughs> And I'm just sipping my drink, looking at you to like, we got to wait five minutes or 15 like it's a COVID test. That's going to be awkward. Yeah. My thing is like, what's the next, what's the next move if that shit positive? Like, oh, and shit. just knock everything off the table? <laughs> nah, if it's positive, she just got me. Like no, the what, Dave what Chappelle shit. Oh, oh, my bad, that was mine. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is a weird situation, bro. Yelling out when you haven't even drank it yet. Oh, yeah, it's it's fucked up, man. I, I I'm all for people avoiding the weirdos out here, though, man. And so, if do what you got to do, but yeah, that's that's definitely a weird move on a date. I can't lie yeah, to have you. Y'all ever been? And I don't know if this is like you would even know, but you you ever been on a date where you found out that they had friends who were at the same place you were at, like watching y'all? Nah, but I heard that happen oh. sometimes. Yeah, I've, I've seen that quite a bit on TikTok. I don't know what? how I feel about that. Nah, that's not okay. You just don't go out with me. Like if you if you're that nervous, just 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 don't go out with me. I'm I'm not sitting on a date and I got. Sharita in the back. back. I mean, but if you you think about it, it, I'm sure women do a lot of things that we aren't aware of before you even get to the date. Like, they probably texted um, their friend your license plate number. You know they share a location. That's fine. Yeah, just don't have nobody at our date just eyeing me the whole time. That's (laughs) that's crazy. Like, what are we doing? Like, no, no. Just just don't go out with me if if you got to have that. You know, it's hard to say don't do that because we we always want people to be safe, especially women, because it's you know obviously easier for women to get attacked or hurt on dates. But it's I, I think at a certain point trust got to come into play. Um, if you don't do it, at least let me know. Yeah, maybe that's if, what. If I was, maybe that's if what. I was in yeah. this situation, at least let me be aware of it. Like I don't because if you if, if I find out about it later. I kind of might feel away. Like, even if everything went well, there were some problems. Like, I just, 
I don't know. I guess it, it's a natural thing. It's like you have people spying on us. Like as the guy, you can feel like you're being spied on, which is has to feel uncomfortable. Like you're being sneaky. Yeah. Well, yes, for your own well-being, but you're still being sneaky. And being labeled a, a weirdo or a potential creep is kind of insulting. Well, I think you're automatically a potential creep. Every every man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Low key. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, it's definitely weird out here in the dating game, man. Um, did y'all see John Sally said that the NBA won't allow Brian to pass Kareem on a, um all-time scoring list? How they? How they going to stop that? It said he says that uh, he quoted Phil Jackson saying that some some records have to stand. So it's like a whole conspiracy saying that the NBA won't allow Brian to pass it. I don't know what that means. Like, is the NBA gonna send a mafia out to beat in <laughs> yeah. Brian's knees or something like that? But I'm pretty sure he's gonna pass it. Yeah, yeah I don't. Say, I, I want to see him try. All <laughs> records need to stand. Doesn't even make sense. What you mean? I, I guess you can't say all of some records need to stand because, like, what's you have? You would want things to be passed up, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know how like some people have that old mind state of like honorable people, as some people call uh, Kareem, and then it don't apply in this situation because Brian is probably the most honorable person that's ever graced the NBA. Never had no scandals. Take care of his his family. Like it's, it, it's not a better person to take the record than Brian. But some people hold on dear to that, like Kareem, like he was bucking against racism and stuff like that. You know how that. Goes. <laughs> he was fooling Man. against racism. If, if, it, yeah. if it was really, if it was really that big of a deal, they would never would have let Carl Malone get that number two spot for so long. <laughs> Boy, that's, that's a fact, man. If one nigga needed to be stopped early, <laughs> like, it was that man. They could have stopped him. Yeah, Carl Malone's a dirtbag, bro, and I don't have no problem saying that live and on the pie. <laughs> I say it's his face. God damn, hey, you're a big nigga, man. I ain't gonna oh, lie. Man, <laughs> it's a big pedo. Yeah. Nigga, why do you think they call him the mailman? <laughs> Nigga, just working the one. Have y'all seen that picture, that video of that woman and uh, that couple kissing on that wedding day? And they like going in? Okay. <laughs> no, man. What type of six shit? <laughs> yeah, what you, what you on your feed? They were like Frenching, like going crazy in. And I was gonna ask y'all, do y'all feel like that's appropriate? Like, if you and your wife wanted to, like, just go ham, do y'all feel like it's a decorum on wedding kisses? No, oh no, no, hell no! I could do whatever the fuck I want. I pay for this whole shit. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> I'll go nuts if I want to. <laughs> y'all just gonna have to watch every second of it. Nah, nah, bro. Yeah. I'm sorry, no, <laughs> no. What? There has to be some type of decorum, bro. Like, no, nah, no, there man. isn't. Like this, I'm not even one of them type of dudes. But no, there isn't. Like, I if I invited you here, just have a good time. Don't. What you gonna do? Ill. I don't want you slobbing down my daughter in front of my face. Look away. <laughs> Turn around. Yeah. Honestly, no. You have to. You have, you you can't be upset about that. I wish you would. I wish somebody would get upset about that. You can leave. Actually, if if they listen, if you if you want to see me doing that to your daughter, pay for the wedding. I'll be the most polite motherfucker. There. <laughs> nah, it's, not even, it's not even pay for the wedding. It's the, turn, close your eyes. You can leave. Like it's. 
it, it really just is you paying for like a big ass party. If you don't like it, leave. Mm. Well, I, like this is this goes back to like when they were like, should you be when that couple was smoking at their wedding? Mm. And people were talking about what about the elders and it's like, what about the elders? <laughs> this is my shit. Let them get them sick that second hand high. This this is my party. Nah, that yeah, I think that's taking a step too far. <laughs> what? Blowing loud at the yeah, blowing loud at the oldest. No keto. I don't even think it's that bad. Maybe it's <laughs> don't invite them if you're gonna be blowing a pack yeah. down. That's Why? A little, what, that's if a like a, what if there's like a separate section for it though? Oh, then do that. Yeah, if you got a separate section, that's fine. Just don't like you can't contaminate there. Yeah, no, I'm not saying hotbox with them. Like we we inside and we just everybody just blowing it down and they can't see you now. Baby, nah. what what a groovy baby? They they fucking gonna start feeling better because the arthritis ain't acting up. You see grandma on the dance floor footworking. Hot mess, grandma. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Hey man, y'all, y'all gotta start acting <laughs> acting normal with these weddings, bro. Oh, that's weird. But yeah, uh, we, gotta, that, we gotta we gotta change the stigma on weddings. What you mean? I feel like, and it's just a me thing. I know everybody's different, but I don't really be. I don't. I don't really want to go into where I got wear hard bottoms. Uh, maybe you think you should problem. be wearing gym shoes at your wedding? Is it my wedding? I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be. You think your girl gonna be going for wearing gym shoes at your wedding? <laughs> what, what girl? What girl you gonna marry? <laughs> All right, man, be, let's let's be clear. It depends on what you wear. Should I get married in some, um, I don't know, in some some crazy ass Air Maxes? Uh, probably not. I get, I get that you want it all formal, but I guess I feel like it should be catered to who you are and how you want it. Oh, for sure. So uh, I just don't want to be wearing hard bottoms. I low key don't need to be. I know you. This is one of those things that you have to do, but I don't want to throw in a suit either. Now I think about uh, weddings. A, a wedding would be annoying to me. Getting married in a hoodie would be nuts, though. You said getting married in what? A hoodie. Got the tech suit on. No, nah, you that's no, nah, that's when you have to do a crew neck. You can't have the hoodie. You have to you have to be elegant. And put on the crew neck. Yeah, that's a Paxon crew neck and shit. Saying forever <laughs> vows with that shit on be nuts. How how quickly at your wedding are you changing out of your suit? Oh, I might do it if I can immediately. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be smoked, so I probably just gonna keep it on. Yeah, stay in that motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah, because I've been trying to think. I don't. Know, I don't know why I've been doing this. So don't ask questions. You've been thinking um, about getting married. No, oh, that's man. not where I was going with this. <laughs> um, but if you had a wedding, like, and you know that you're gonna put on some like comfortable shit after, I guess you would have to have a wedding at like a hotel where you could have the reception just be casual. Yeah, I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's more fun. No, that that's like the perfect situation. If they don't make me dress up, that's the perfect situation as as a guest, and I just get to wear whatever I want to wear. And I don't have to dance in a suit, man. Let's let's get it. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's that's what I would want to do. I always say like I don't. If in the perfect world, I wouldn't want to have an actual ceremony. I'll just throw a party, and it don't have to be no dress code or nothing. Just niggas pull up, yeah. open bar. Well, yeah. 
we honestly are all just speaking fantasy land shit right now because none of this shit would ever happen. I think I think the reception everybody get on some like comfortable shit can actually happen, but yeah, it's, shit. you got to do yeah, something. Unfortunately, you got to play by too many rules. I, yeah. I went I went into me to sound stressful. Like I don't want that much attention on me. I don't I don't want a room full of people just watching me kiss. Mm. I agree. That's that's kind of just awkward. I don't know. I gotta, yeah. Me, me having to practice beforehand and make sure my shit is right. And when, and when niggas start, when niggas start clanking on the glasses. Oh yeah, I hate that. I, I hate y'all. Be too horny, man. Pipe down. Guess <laughs> <laughs> y'all not fucking clanking this. Woo! No, somebody's gonna let up the ooh. Niggas just want to celebrate love, bro. Um. Uh, we got some quick death announcements, man. Uh, uh, we gonna okay. go ahead and get out of here. Uh, we got uh, who who passed away, man? Aaron Carter passed away, man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, he was he was struggling with some shit. Yeah. Any thoughts on um, that? I was reading an article on Buzzfeed about him and how he never had a chance. It was so. Uh, yeah, it was kind of crazy, but I mean, I don't know shit about Aaron Carter. I'm not gonna lie, but rest in peace. Yeah, I saw Nick Carter's post, and that, that's just sad. Like when you're dealing with a sibling, that you know, when y'all's kids, it just all seem way more simple. Um, and then as you get older, you know, mental health comes into play, drug abuse, and substance abuse comes into play. Um, and then it just changes the person that you grew up with, and um, that that I just read that and it was it was sad to see. Um, yeah, and that family lost another sibling to I think an overdose as well. Oh, oh damn! A couple of back, so yeah, they did. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, um, Davido lost his son in a drowning accident, um, this week. So I want to send our condolences out to him. It's weird because the authorities are investigating it. Cause I guess it was some workers at the house, and like mm-hmm. nobody called the pol like nobody called for authorities for over like two or three hours or something like that allegedly. So that's yeah, um, that and that has to happen. From him, nah, y'all gonna have to look into this for real, for real. Yeah, prayers to the family. That's that's really sad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, outside of that, um, that's about it. The I saw that the founder of the Oculus. Um, I guess he created the headset that kills you if you lose in the game. And I'm wondering why he wasted time creating this. Uh, I would like to know how he tested this. I, hey, that's, I guess do your own research, but yeah, the Oculus, I don't know if people out there know it's the VR headset Mm. thing. Um, this is closer to home than we know. Why you said that? Uh, don't we know some folks who worked on that? On the Oculus? Yeah. Maybe maybe y'all do. I don't know. Oh, no, actually, yeah, my brother uh, was working on that for a little bit. Your brother worked on a self <laughs> a suicide <laughs> was, uh, headset? No, not the suicide. Not that he worked on the like the programming for the headsets. I don't, I don't know about no suicide. <laughs> hey, I don't know about that person. You send him the article like, what's this? <laughs> Was it you? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> that's you gotta crazy. Casually, you gotta casually drop that in the family group chat and see <laughs> see how niggas respond. 
Oh, he was wilding. (laughs) (laughs) I I never heard about that. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, um, we already talked about the Drake album. I don't think it's any other music, really. Um, no, everybody got a singles. Yeah, I will say, um, Boosie clarified that he's never wrote Spirit in his life. Um, Boosie, don't be ashamed about Spirit, man. If you need to get somewhere, hop on Spirit. You said he did what? He said y'all got me bent. Uh-uh. Damn. All right, man. Man, Boosie would be a perfect spokesperson for a spirit, man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it like reinforce the stereotyping. I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's what they're trying to do. No, I'm saying like niggas been trying to cancel spirit for the longest. Niggas be trying to cancel Boosie for the longest. Hey, it works. Both of y'all yeah. <laughs> make something happen. Drake really bought Chanel bags for strippers in Miami? Yeah. And some some girls like hey, y'all men um, wonder why it's it's hard for us to just want to be nine to five girls and not quit and be strippers. Oh, brother! <laughs> Nobody cares about that shit. <laughs> if you want to be a stripper? Go be one. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't fucking. I've never once wondered, damn, why? Are they yeah, <laughs> hey, man, just do it if you want to do it. Nobody cares, bro. <laughs> I honestly, I, one thing that I think I have to realize now is when, usually when you see tweets like that, it's not for the regular people. I did see a tweet where a woman was like, uh, why would I split bills with a man when I can just live by myself and pay for everything? And they were like, yeah, you know, it becomes more work. And I was confused. I was like, wouldn't you be saving money? But I guess some niggas just don't be doing shit. Yeah, no, I'll be thinking that's about true. that. It, it, sometimes people just be talking. You, if you live in my house, you're gonna split this. Well, I guess it's, yeah. you become more of a burden as a adult. Like we might not be, care. we might not be going fifty fifty, but it depends up. So it is what it is. And if if somebody don't like it, hey, we're not meant to be together. It's just it's just simple. Like it don't have to be this whole where I have to change my ideology or you have to change it. It's it's don't have to be like that. You well, choose no, who you would, marry. But. She was saying I'd I'd rather live by myself and pay 100% of my bills than go ahead live with a, a live with a guy and pay 50. Whoop. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> so. I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because some of these niggas are dirty. Like if you got if you if you have to cook every meal for your dude, is he not in the kitchen? That kind of do sound like a headache. It could be for her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like having roommates versus living by yourself. Like you can pay. I could go 50 50 and not want to deal with the headache of having roommates versus having to pay all of your rent and living by yourself. It's yeah, the same yeah. thing. I, I definitely, yeah, I understand that. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, that's about it. Um, unless y'all got anything else before we go to shoutouts. Yeah, I don't think any. Yeah, no music other than that album drop. I ain't got none. All right. Uh, see what you got, bro. Damn. Um, I don't even think I have any shoutouts this week. So, uh, shout out to Brian though, because he just be lying. At this point, I appreciate it. <laughs> he, he really just, I don't know. He get in his bag and he stay in it. So <laughs> That nigga said he was putting the, uh, the heat in 2010 on Amigos. 
I was like, bro, what? The Migos didn't come out. Till, like, <laughs> the first of all, YRN didn't come out in 2013. Jug season came out in like 2011, but nobody I know was listening to Jug season Migos. You're not lying. Brad is a Brad just be saying shit, man. <laughs> yeah, he said he just used to come in the locker room and tell all his teammates, man, y'all need to be listening to Migos. <laughs> the best, the best thing he ever. Uh, Damn, his best lie. It's his best lie. Um, the 81 creating Kobe. the deluxe. Or, yeah. I think the 81 I Kobe. Him have, <laughs> I, told him, I told him, like, he gonna have 60. And I just, I don't know why. And, 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 no. Or is it the one when he was on doing that soccer interview? And he's like, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't get to see him, see a chance to get him play, but you just think oh. it's bro. Oh, when he was acting like he knew, yeah, <laughs> buddy from the soccer squad. Nah, <laughs> I mean, shout out to Brian. Also, uh, Southside season three is coming to HBO Max, uh, this, this December. So it better be better than the second season. Let's do it, yeah. That yeah. second season, yeah, one of the best. Yeah, shout out to Atlanta, oh, though. Shit. Yeah, they, they go. Also, this is random. Um, are y'all going to Black Panther this weekend? Yes, I have my ticket for Thursday, seven o'clock. Yeah, I'm seeing it Thursday as well. I'm not. I'm not risking no spoilers, no none of that. I will be in there first thing. Are y'all dressing up? Hell no, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I know somebody who's so they gonna pull out a scarf. <laughs> so they told me I'm gonna be dressed like a regular Negro. <laughs> I was like, that's fine. It is what it is. Shout out to the Mike uh Coogler, Ryan Coogler and everybody. Oh my lord, have y'all seen uh what's short your name in there? Um Lupita. Lupita lately. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. We're gonna have to have a conversation. Special. <laughs> Special. <laughs> uh, but go ahead, Donald. What you got? Uh I'm gonna, speaking of my brother, it's his birthday today. So I'm gonna shout hey, out. Hey, shout out. Yeah. Happy birthday. It's actually my brother. Uh, my cousin and then my uncle passed away, but they're all born on the same day. So shout out to that man. Oh, for sure. For I sure. You sending out some cash apps? No, no, no. I still got to send out the text. No, man, oh, it's like six thirty. <laughs> Yo, he, I know he got said, Yo, work is crazy. Today. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thought that counts, man. But yeah, I can't do. I can't do the cash app, man. Mm, all right, man. They all grown. Any other ones? No, that's it. All right. Um, I got a few. Some negative, some positive. Shout out to Baby Rax for being the first nigga to get signed and dropped in the same day. Uh, for comic. Yeah. Yeah. I see he got signed at 1017. And I guess after the takeoff thing happened, uh, he said he not fucking with Houston. And, and so don't try to book him if you a Houston promoter. And Gucci was like, yeah, you're dropped. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. Shout out to Marion. He's dropping a exclusive session. It's called the O Experience Mind and Body and Beyond Tour. And I guess he's doing like uh, I guess you get what twenty minutes, thirty minutes exclusively with him, where he can do like I guess he does like massages and different other things that I guess involve his presence. He just gonna be doing a sun glide for thirty minutes. <laughs> Man, he better stay the fuck away from here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Don't go on towards just rubbing women. <laughs> oh, bro, we ain't got time for that. Nah, somebody had me dying because they said like the flyer looks like a genie funeral flyer. <laughs> And if y'all see the flyer, it do look like a genie funeral or some shit. Uh, uh, but I think the last one was uh, Star Andrews, man. First black U.S. woman to win um, the Grand Prix medal at ice skating. So shout out to that, man. Um, oh, well, I had one more, though. That nigga Kenneth. I don't want to call him a nigga, but Kenneth Henson, man. Um, he this day a long time ago, he invented wrench dressing. And he knew the niggas would need ranch dressing a pair of wings. So, shout out to Kenneth Henson. Oh, also, uh, man, shout out to Johnny B. Baker. <laughs> shout also. out Dusty. Oh, I forgot about that. Shout out Dusty, man. I feel like having the nickname uh, Dusty as a Negro in what year is this? 1949 is definitely racial, but <laughs> you got it. Because he was playing in the dirt, man. You see how racial that sounds like, um, Sandlot. What's it sound like? You talking? No, about little rascals. It sounds like some racial little rascal shit. <laughs> Call them Dusty because he playing the dirt. Come, yeah. come on, man. What? Hey, man. Shout out to the man Dusty for finally grabbing him one, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah, hey, salute. Yeah. So, uh, anything else before we get up out of here, man? Mm, um, uh, uh, hopefully, all everybody got on voted today. So, oh yeah, we definitely um, to emphasize that. Hopefully, hopefully y'all put those in there. We're gonna see what happens if we wake up in chaos. Then so be it. Um, yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah, prayerfully everything happens uh, on the right side of things. I saw at last thing I saw, I saw uh, what's the football player's name? Uh, Herschel Walker. Walker. Herschel Walker was tied with Raphael uh, Warnock. So. If these niggas really put this motherfucker Herschel Walker in power, then I have nothing else to say. But uh, hopefully everything works out. I, I, I have some doubts, but we'll see what happens. And um, yeah, man, we appreciate everybody for listening. I hope y'all have a great week. I'm sorry for the late pod, man. I apologize for that. But we're going to keep it rocking, man, like always. Yes, sir. All right. My little boss, man. <laughs>